Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Hoffeld, and today we're going to talk about exactly what you can do to control the conversation. I want to share with you the science-backed strategy you can follow to always make sure your conversations with potential clients go in a direction that is mutually beneficial. Before we go there, I want to alert you to something, and that is in just a few weeks, we are going to have an episode focused on Ask Me Anything. We did this about six, seven months ago. And at the time, it was our most popular episode where I fielded questions that had come in from our listeners about anything A to Z in selling. This time, we're going to do it a little different. In celebration of my new book, Sell More with Science, which comes out in just a few short weeks, March 22nd is the release date. We are going to do and Ask Me Anything about the book, whether it's a question you may have about the book specifically or even writing books in general. This is my second book. I self-published a book many, 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 many years ago that was based on my master's thesis. And then I've had two books published by Penguin Random House. So I've seen both sides of it. But if there's anything you'd like to know about writing a book, you can submit a question for that too, and we'll try to go through these as many as possible. So it'll be something a little different, something a little fun. I haven't seen anything like this before. So if you have a question about my upcoming book, just want a sneak peek, hey, is this covered? Or what did you do with this? Or about writing books in general, send that question to info at huffeldgroup.com, info at huffeldgroup.com. And if there's a question you would like answered, submit that quickly because we're going to do that in just a few short weeks. So let's dive in to our topic today, which is how do we control the conversation when we are working with buyers? And this is an important topic because there's often a number of times throughout the sale where it may be necessary for you to guide the conversation so it doesn't get derailed and it becomes unproductive because oftentimes our buyers don't always know the information they need and in the order they need it. So sometimes we're going to need to try to control the sale. For example, if a buyer asks you a question about your product or service and you really can't answer that yet, at least in any detail, because you don't understand enough about the buyer to really answer the question accurately. Or this can often come up too when you're prospecting for new business, trying to develop that new business and you reach out to someone and they immediately try to shut down the conversation. How do you revive it? We're going to talk about that. And before we do, to understand exactly what to do here, we need to look at some science for just a moment. And I want to introduce this important topic by asking you a question. What color is your house or apartment? As you think of the color, I want to call your attention to something, and that is that when I ask you the question, you engage in what I call instinctive elaboration. What is that? When someone poses any of us a question, our brains instinctively begin to elaborate on the answer to that question. You didn't tell your brain, okay, brain, now I want you to think about the color of my house or apartment. It just went there. And a color pops into your mind. That's instinctive elaboration. 
And science says that matters a lot. Here's why. There is overwhelming research that, contrary to what you see on many resumes, people cannot multitask thoughts. In other words, you can think about what I'm sharing right now or what you had for dinner last night, but you can't think about both simultaneously. I know you're trying. Now you're jumping back and forth. So that's what's really going on is people that say they're good at multitasking have good memories. They can jump from one thing to another and then back to that original thing and pick up right where they left off. People who aren't good at multitasking, as they call it, really aren't multitasking. Again, they're jumping from one thing to another. But when they come back to the original thing, they go, okay, where, where was I with this? And they can't just pick it right back up. So our brain cannot multitask thoughts. We jump back and forth between them. Why does all that matter? It reveals the power of questions. It reveals exactly what's going on. In other words, I am, when I ask you the question about your apartment or house, I am controlling what your mind focuses on. Now, it might have been only for a split second, but for that split second, I can predictably know exactly what you were focusing on, which was the color of your house or apartment. And that is no small matter because when it comes to controlling the sale, we often get it wrong in selling. We think that the person who's in control is the one who's talking, which isn't always true. Sometimes you'll be talking and you might look at someone and you know they're not engaged or you know that their mind has wandered away. You can see that in their nonverbal behaviors. You know, okay, I need to do something to bring them back in and get them focused on what I'm sharing. So the one who's talking isn't always in control. The person who's in control of the conversation is the one asking questions. Why? Because you direct the mental focus of your buyers. In other words, if I ask a group of buyers, what color is your house or apartment? I know instinctive elaboration tells me that for that split second, I have control of what all of them are thinking about. If they're paying attention to me, they're instantly going to go to what that house or apartment, what color it is. And that's a big deal. So how can we control the sale with questions? Questions direct the mind and we can use them to guide the sale as well. So let's apply this to a couple of situations that I mentioned earlier. The first is when you're handling a product or service question early in the sale, because this can happen a lot. So what do you do? when your potential clients ask you a question that you really can't answer yet. Now, there might be some questions that you can answer, but when you really can't answer it accurately yet, what do you do? Here's some common responses I've heard over the years, and often they get a little confrontational and abrasive. Salespeople will say, you know, that's a great question. I'll get to it later. Or they'll say things like, listen, I'm on page four. You're on page 10. We'll get to there. I promise. They'll say something like that. Both of those are problematic for a variety of reasons. The one I'll call your attention to is if you won't answer their questions, why should your buyers answer yours? They ask you a question and you don't respond or just push it off. It's a pretty good chance they're going to do the same or at very least they're not going to disclose as much information as you need. Right. They're going to hold some things back because, well, why wouldn't they? So what we want to do here is we want to leverage the science of questions that we've already talked about and deploy what I call a thought redirect. Now, what is a thought redirect? This is something I've been teaching salespeople for many, many, many years. It is powerful. You can use this not only in your 
professional life, you can use this in your personal life too. When you want to change the topic of a conversation or steer it in a more productive direction, here's how you deploy it. Two-step process. Number one, when someone asks you, a buyer asks you a question about your product or service, you need to answer. However, you don't want to steal from later on in your presentation and you don't want to answer in ways that you can't do so accurately. So you want to keep your answer succinct. You want to do it in one simple statement. So you're going to answer that question in one short statement. I'm talking one, two sentences at the absolute most. And then you redirect their mind away from the topic they're talking about and back into wherever you are in the sales process with a question. So step one, answer their question in one or two sentences. Step two, immediately deploy a question right after your one or two sentences that redirects them back into the sales process. Think of questions as shining a spotlight on what you want them to think about. They ask about your product or service, which is good, but you're not able to really answer that yet in this scenario. So you answer in a very general way, one or two sentences, and then you immediately redirect them back into wherever you are in the sales process. And this works amazingly well. Let me share with you another scenario here. As we move on, how can we deploy this when we're trying to control the conversation? Let's say when we're trying to develop new business. Now, this is just an example. Even if that's not part of your role, you can still learn a lot from this exercise as we kind of walk through it. So think about it. Let's say, for example, that we are listening in to a salesperson who is trying to engage a buyer regarding social media strategy. And so the salesperson asks, do you currently have a social media strategy? And the buyer says something just to push them off, like, I'm sorry, we're not interested in any social media help right now. We're already working with a firm that we're very happy with. Now, a lot of salespeople would just go, oh, okay, and off they go. But what if we deploy what we just talked about? What if we try to engage them a little more and get some more detail? Because that information, they're working with someone, doesn't mean things are going well. It doesn't mean they're still... Could be a huge opportunity here. So what can we do? What if the salesperson were to say this? I understand it sounds like you're happy with where you're at. I'm just curious though, how do your current social media efforts support your SEO and content marketing? So now what are we doing? We're trying to engage them with a question to try to uncover, is there a challenge here they have? And so we're using that thought redirect. We acknowledge what they said, and then we immediately use questions to guide them into the conversation. So instead of them focusing on, we already have a supplier, I want to redirect them into the challenge that they may have. And that's going to help me qualify them. If they don't have any challenges, then I'm going to probably eject if I'm the salesperson. But oftentimes you might uncover something with a question like that. Now we're getting deep into the conversation. Now, if they shut us down again, that's different. But oftentimes when we have those questions that present value to the buyer and it helps them think about their situation in new and fresh ways, they'll engage with you at least one or two questions deep if you ask them. So again, acknowledge what they said and then immediately change the conversation by asking them a question. And if that question yields some beneficial insights, now you have an opening and you can begin creating deeper levels of curiosity, which is what we want to do when we're trying to develop new business. That's just two applications. That is the power of using questions when controlling the sale. And there's 
many more ways we could apply this across the sale. I'm going to leave you with those two. But what I'd like you to do is think about how else could you use the power of questions to control the sale? In other words, how can you, when you want to guide your potential client into a different area, how can you use a question to do so? So step one, I'd encourage you to think through when this is most relevant for you in your sales calls. Typically, and you're going to customize this, of course, depending on the client you're dealing with, but typically, what could a situation like this sound like? Think about the last client that you had this issue with. What could you have done? Or the last time you tried to develop new business and someone kind of tried to shut you down right away when you first started talking to them. What would be a statement you can use and then a question you could deploy immediately after to redirect them into a more productive line of thought that could become mutually beneficial? So think through that because questions are the answer. So what are you waiting for? Get out and apply this and go sell something. We'll see you next time. <laughs>